I'm going to ask you to read, please, from our Bibles, and we're going to read in Romans chapter 3. Romans chapter 3, please, and verse number 9. Commence reading at verse number 9, Romans chapter 3. What then? Are we better than they? No, in no wise. For we have before proved both Jews and Gentiles that they are all under sin. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. Down, please, to verse 19. Now we know that whatsoever things the law saith, it saith to them that are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. Or that word really means subject to the judgment of God. Then verse number 22, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Now let's just look over to 1 Corinthians, please, and chapter 15. 1 Corinthians and chapter 15. Reading in verse number one, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved. If ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried and the third, and that he rose again, and that the third day, according to the scriptures, sorry, I'll read that again, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. And just the first part of verse number five, and that he was seen. And a final reading in Second Corinthians and chapter number six. Second Corinthians chapter six, Verse number two, for he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted, and in the day of salvation have I succored thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Now we know that God will add his rich blessing to the reading of his precious word. Now what's on my mind this afternoon, just for a few minutes, is to speak to you about salvation. Now that might be a word that would be familiar to most in the meeting. Maybe there's some in the meeting and you're not so familiar with that word, but you know, it's a great Bible word, the word salvation. And the, the idea behind the word salvation in the Bible is to be rescued, to be saved, to be delivered from some kind of danger or some kind of problem. So as we consider this this afternoon, I want just to bring before you three simple thoughts. First of all, I want to think with you, please, the need of salvation. Now, we're going to have to come very close to you this evening. The need, or your need, of salvation. And then we want to think together for a few minutes about the news of salvation. 
the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, the gospel of God, the gospel concerning his son, Jesus Christ, the news of salvation. And then, of course, we want to think about the now of salvation. The now of salvation. You know, God works to a timetable and he works to a clock. And God's time for you in this meeting is now. We cannot promise you tomorrow. The word of God very clearly teaches, boast not thyself about tomorrow. For you don't know, and I don't know what is on the morrow. So we're going to think just about that for a few minutes together. I'm not going to do it, but if I was to go to each person in the meeting, to the young people, to the older folks and older friends, and ask you this afternoon, what's your greatest need? What do you need the most this afternoon? You know, some might say to me, well, actually, I could do with a little bit more money. That's what I need. I, I, somebody else might say, I could, I really need, I, I need better health. Maybe some of the young people here this afternoon would be saying, well, I, I, I have exams coming up and I need to pass those exams. That's very important to me. There's maybe other personal needs that you might think you have this afternoon, but can I tell you in the car park, if you're sitting in your car and sitting in the Ballyclare Gospel Hall, very, very comfortable. Your greatest need this afternoon is to have your soul saved. To receive God's salvation. The Bible makes it very clear that, you know, there is no difference in this meeting. We're all on the same level playing field. There is no difference. Not my words, the Bible, God speaking. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So whether you might be in the meeting and you're very rich, or you're very young, or you're very religious, the Bible makes it very clear that you need salvation. You need a savior. You need to be delivered from your sins. The psalmist David said in Psalm 51, Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. You need a savior tonight. And that's the one we want to come and present to you in the gospel this afternoon. There's only one Savior, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. God's well-beloved Son, the very darling of his bosom, the Son of his love, and he left the throne above, and he left the Father's side, and he veiled his Godhead glory, and into the world the Savior came. Christ Jesus, Paul said one day, came into the world to save to save sinners. Maybe there's those in the meeting tonight and you've never maybe understood that you need to be saved. Neither is there salvation in any other. There's none other name under heaven given among men whereby, you listening, we must be saved. We need to be saved because we're in great danger. 
There is a possibility. There's a tragic possibility that, that there could be those sitting in this meeting, young people, teenagers, people in their middle ages, and you're in danger today of losing your soul and going out into God's never-ending eternity, lost and lost forever. So you have a great need. The Bible makes it clear there's none righteous. No, not one. We're all guilty before God. Well, maybe somebody says, but you don't know my grandparents. They're Christians. I'm being brought up in a Christian home. We, we live a very good life. We're kind of religious. My friend, it'll not do you any good to get into heaven. Your greatest need today is to have your sins forgiven and the salvation of God. It would be great, you know, if our sin didn't really matter. It mattered a lot to God. The old preachers used to tell us, you know, it would be good if we could just put our sins and brush them under the carpet and just kind of cover them up. And, well, that was all right. Remember, every sin is against God. And your heart and my heart is just like an open book before God. And those sins of yours and mine, they need to be dealt with. And you need a Savior, and that Savior dealt with your sins at the cross of Calvary. When they were come to the place which was called Calvary, there they crucified him. And the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanseth us from all sin. All sin. There's a very interesting verse in the Bible, and it says this. All we like sheep have gone astray. We've turned everyone, yes, to our own way. But the Lord God, Jehovah, hath laid on him the iniquity and the sin and the transgression of everyone in this world and the sacrifice of the cross of Calvary. He paid the debt in full. He paid a debt that I cannot, cannot pay. I owed a debt I could not pay. But he paid for the debt. And he paid for it in full when the Lord Jesus gave his life at the cross of Calvary. The need of salvation. What about the news of salvation? I would think most people in this meeting would have one of those things. They call it a mobile phone or a smartphone. And it's, we're all guilty. You scroll down through that, the news channels. Any good news? A tornado. So many killed. An earthquake. Thousands dead. War in Ukraine. So many died yesterday. Bad news. Bad news. Come to the little province of Ireland. Northern Ireland. Bad news. Children being abused. People killed in car accidents. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. This afternoon... The news of salvation is good news. It's the good news of the gospel. Christ died for our sins, according to the Bible. He was buried, and the third day he rose again, according to the scriptures, to the word of God, a God who cannot lie. 
And upon the cross, the Savior suffered indescribable sufferings. There was a meeting here this morning, and the Lord Jesus had asked us, commanded us to gather together. And somebody says, well, what were you doing here this morning? We were remembering him, because he said, this do in remembrance of me. And we remembered Calvary. And we remembered the sufferings of the Savior on the cross and the crown of twisted thorns, and the plows had plowed upon his back, they had made long their furrows. And he was the one who knew no sin. He did no sin. In him is no sin at all. He was a perfect sacrifice who died upon the cross for you and for me. We read in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they took him down from the cross. They wrapped his body, visage so marred more than any man's, and his form more than the sons of men. And they wrapped his body. They laid it in the tomb. Maybe somebody says, but he's dead. Yeah, Christ died for our sins. And he was buried. You think that was the end? On that third unappointed day, he couldn't be holden of death. And God raised him by his mighty power. And up from the grave he arose in a mighty, mighty triumph for his foes. Sin, hell, and death conquered. It was a victorious cry. And the Savior said it's finished. And the Lord Jesus is alive. He's now in heaven. Oh, we love that verse, don't we? Maybe you haven't heard the verse before. This man. The man, Christ Jesus. This man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. The news of salvation. It's wonderful news. It's a glad and glorious gospel. It's the gospel that you need, my friend. There is salvation tonight. This afternoon, this beautiful March afternoon, it's vast, it's full, and it's absolutely free. It's the gift of God. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Well, we thought a little bit about the need of salvation. And we thought about the news of salvation. Oh, it's good news. What about you, sinner friend, in the meeting this afternoon? Maybe a little boy or a little girl, maybe not understanding everything. The good news of salvation is for you because Jesus has died for your sins, your personal sins. And unless you believe in him, unless you put your full trust and reliance in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ, you will never be in heaven. But the good news of salvation and of the gospel is this. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. Maybe somebody sitting in the meeting and maybe sitting in your car and you're thinking, well, I was thinking about salvation. I've been thinking about getting saved. I would like to be saved, but... Maybe not just at the minute. Maybe, maybe if 
I'm allowed to come along to the gospel meeting maybe next Sunday. I could think about it then. Or maybe there's some young little person in the meeting and you're thinking, well, I would like to be saved. I would like to come through the door by faith because the Lord Jesus said, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. We were sharing this with the boys and girls in the Sunday school today. Maybe I'll wait the Thursday night to the prize giving. And we'll hear Mr. Trimble when he comes along. And that's the night I'll get seen. Now listen, be careful. Please be careful. God says, behold now. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Now is the day of salvation. It's the accepted time. And just as we go out through those doors in a few minutes in God's will, God is waiting. God has provided a wonderful salvation in the death of his lovely son. God was loved me so much and he loved you so much he was willing to part with the very darling of his bosom. We read in the Bible that God spared not his only son, but he delivered him up for us all. He allowed him to go to Calvary. He allowed him to sink in the deep mire where there was no standing. He allowed him to be enveloped in darkness at the cross. He paid the price in full that you can be saved, that you could have your sins forgiven. But God's time is now. This is your opportunity. It's the day of grace and the time that you could be saved. I think there's a little hymn in this hymn book. I'm not just sure of the words, but it goes something like this, or one of the lines is, Tomorrow is eternity just hidden from your view. Many a person maybe has got up this morning. I don't know. Maybe somewhere in the world, maybe in China, maybe somewhere in Asia, maybe somewhere in England, maybe somewhere in Ireland, and they're already in eternity. Behold, now is accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. The Bible says this, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth Jesus as Lord, believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. You know, it doesn't say you might be saved. It doesn't say maybe. Thou shalt be saved. This is all I'm going to say. You do the believing and God will do the saving. May you be saved tonight and put your trust in the Lord Jesus. Let's pray together. Father, we're very thankful for the open scriptures. We thank you that we're living in a land where the gospel can go forth, not only into the open air, but to the ears and the souls of men and women and boys and girls. We thank thee that thou hast been long-suffering toward mankind. So mankind has so turned their back on thee and yet God in his grace and in his mercy and in his long suffering, he waits and he waits for the sinner to come home. We pray that even tonight in Ballyclare that there might be some soul reached and saved for the glory 
and honor of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank thee for salvation. We thank thee that it's available this evening. It's vast, it's full, and it's free. And we do praise thee from the depths of our hearts that it's to the whosoever will. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We commend the meeting to thee. Take what has been of thyself. Bless thy good word and the salvation of souls as we give thanks in the Saviour's worthy and precious name.